Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
welcome. Welcome to another episode of Coast to Coast. Uh, what's up, Mia? How you doing, man? What's up, Little? Happy New Year. Rejuvenated and Happy ready to go. Yes. All right. Awesome. Listen, uh, we have gotten rave reviews for the new intro. Uh, I want you all to pay attention next time. You'll see the N-Y-E-H tag on the video. Um, I am extremely excited to introduce our guest. We're going to talk about the uh, the Patriots game. It didn't go the way we expected. Uh, Patriots are a tough team. They, um, you know, they're second in the league in, in rushing, rushing yards per game allowed. And, I mean, you know, clearly Josh was a little off. Uh, you know, receivers are off, a couple of drop passes, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. the bottom line is we got the win, right? We did. Set up this uh, monster matchup in week 18. But uh, before we get into that, uh, it is my pleasure to bring in the mastermind, the creator of the intro video that you guys saw. I was scrolling through YouTube um and I was looking, you know, I just look at like Bill's hype videos and things like that, especially like after losses. And I saw that video and the song started playing. And I'm like, yo, this is so Buffalo Bills 2023, right? Like everybody, nobody wants us to be good. Nobody wants Josh Allen to be the MVP. Nobody wants the Bills to actually win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I see everybody praying on our downfall, but from six and six, to 10 and six with a chance to be the number two seed in the AFC clear path to the Super Bowl. Um, I, that's where we are, but I'm going to bring to the stage now, Josh, um, the creator, uh, man, I'm going to bring Josh to the stage, the creator of the hype video song selection, all of that. Josh, sir, welcome Welcome to this. Welcome to the show. It is a pleasure to have you up here. Thanks for having me, man. It's yeah, it's good. Good to be on, guys. Uh, it's funny you watch them after losses because I don't want to see anything to do with any of those videos or maybe the Bills in general after losses. So that's that's funny that you wait to, for a loss to to most enjoy those. <laughs> no, yeah, I need you know sometimes sometimes you know like where I think society nowadays, especially society, like we are so microwave right so we 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 tend to live in we tend to live in like quick sectors of time so football is a week-to-week game i think we live week-to-week with the team so if the team played poorly we feel horrible like we can have the best team in the league josh played poorly turns the ball over these times like oh my god let me start getting my draft board together it's, we're, we're done. <laughs> like, it's it it's over so you know sometimes i have to remind myself like you know we we have a really good team we have some great players, and more importantly than all of that, I think what ties those guys in together is that unified uh, belief in working hard um, and fighting through adversity. I, I love this team. I love the way this team is made up, and I feel like the video that you created kind of sums up this twenty to twenty, this twenty twenty three team, this twenty twenty three season. That that's a much healthier perspective on it. I wish I could. I wish I could align with with you. I'm. It's funny. I, I I've been a Bills fan for thirty plus years now, and I thought during the drought years that once they got good, you know, I was always all I ever wanted was them. I would always say I just wanted to be able to dance. I just wanted to be like participatory 
in the league landscape. And I thought that if they were able to get good, I could just like be happy with that. And I'm, I'm shocked at how much, you know, now I like the expectation is there. Like when they fall short of what, yes, we all know they're capable of. I am like, uh, just, yeah, it makes me not happy. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, you you remember, you remember how we felt after, you remember how we felt after 2017, you know, when Tyrod broke the drought, sure. that Bills team, it was like, I felt like we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, just happy. I watched, that, I, I watched that playoff game. I was like, no expectations. Like, I'm just yeah. happy to be sitting in front of the TV yeah. and watching oh. them score nothing. Yeah. <laughs> now 10-3, that's fine. Hey, we've right, made yeah. the playoffs. Right? You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Now, yeah, no. You score three points in a game, I am launching my TV off my balcony. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah. I've had yeah, a few so, moments on Twitter about that, too. As you're saying, yeah. So, so Josh, man, Josh, um, we have we have a few we have some faithful uh, we have some faithful viewers that kind of tune in every week. Some of the Bills fans, and I would like I I'm a bit I'm a fan of what you do. I I love it. I actually I actually have a small project that I would like to uh, place place in your in your lap if you if you have the time, Um, and. I, I want to introduce you to the fan base because there are so many people that are behind the scenes. Like, who knew? Like, people know Del Reed because of Bill's Mafia, and they did the, the um, they did that whole uh, documentary on Del Reed. But how many people know that he's behind Twenty Six Shirts, and you know, a lot of the money that he gets from that T-shirt company is donated to various charities. Like, a lot of people are not privy to that information, like. There are a lot of people who know that, you know, they know that Warlow gives out tickets. They know that Lee Sean does a lot of ticket, you know, ticket giveaways. But they don't know. I I watched the Miami game where they – I watched the Miami game with him uh, in Buffalo when they came back on Baltimore last year. I I actually got to meet him at a bar. So, yeah, he's a cool dude too. (laughs) Sorry, that's that's, that's one of – that's one of my very, very, very good friends. Very, very, very good friends. Um, oddly enough, we met through Twitter, and it's just been like, you know, a brother from he's a, another. He's a friendly dude. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, so yeah, Josh, just tell you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. What sure. you got going on? Uh, so yeah, so that, you know, you mentioned that the NYEH is my production company. I'm a filmmaker. I'm from Ohio. Originally, I grew up near Cleveland. Funny enough, my entire family is Browns fans. Uh, but bills are who I latched on to as a kid. I've always been a fan. I started going to games in 96. My uncle would take me up to, uh, it's only like three and three hours and some change from where I grew up. So my uncle would take me to a couple games a year. The first game I ever went to was a Miami Dolphins game. Actually, it was the 96 Kelly game where he threw the pick six. Going in to tie it up 14-14, back the other way. Uh, so that was uh, right in line with the masochistic relationship I have with the Buffalo Bills. That my first experience, live experience, was was that tumultuous. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, I grew up in Ohio and I lived in New York. Say sorry again. Say again. No, no, wait, wait. You, you go. Uh, Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I grew up in Ohio and I lived in New York City for a long time. Uh, I went to school for finance, but I fell into entertainment. I've been a filmmaker for over 15 years now. So I started making these videos. You know, I, I 
produce, I write, I direct, I started editing out of necessity uh, and taught myself the, the, the tools with that. And I started making those videos. I think the first year I made one was Rex's last year. And it was out of, I was doing the same thing you were just describing. I was going through YouTube, trying to find videos like that. And I hated everything I saw. So I was like, fuck it. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can cuss. I'm sorry. But if, <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, F-bombs slip out of me pretty easily. So that's good to hear. Uh, so yeah, so I started making them out of, out of essentially necessities because I didn't have anything that I wanted to watch, which I'm very, you know, I... I hate to talk about them in such a grandiose way, but like I, I, I want to, for me to enjoy a hype video, it's got to be serious. It's got to be taking itself seriously. First of all, I hate the ones that like sample films or are using monologues from a movie or something like that just doesn't, that doesn't land with me. I want it to be aggressive and serious and it's got to, it's got to bang. The music's got to bang and the tone of it, the tonality of it has to be very serious and you know, um, capture what football is about i think <laughs> you know to talk about my artistic uh perspective on it um again they're just hype videos so i don't think of them as anything that grandiose but um so yeah i started making them out of necessities because no one else was making what i wanted to watch and uh, i've been doing them yeah now for quite a few years and i try to like this year i in general, I've tried to scale back my Bills fanaticism. I've went to fewer games. Last year, I went to like eight or nine games. Uh, the year before that, I went to a bunch of games. This year, I tried to scale back to just the first two. And then when they played in L.A., you're beyond, you're in Southern California as well. Yeah? I am. Yes, I yeah. am. I'm in L.A. now. So I went oh, to the, okay. the, yeah, the Chargers game, of course. Okay. Uh, we were there. So, we were both so, there. Okay, word. Uh, so yeah, so it was only three games this year, which is a huge scale back for me. And I've tried to yeah. like, because these videos take like a week of my time. And like, you know, I don't do them for money. I told you when you emailed me, like, I don't do these to make money off of. I do them just because I'm a nutcase and I love the bills. <laughs> and I watch the video. I, I rewatch the games back every week and like catalog all the footage because I want to like digest the game from a little bit of a cerebral perspective and like be able to rewatch it. So I might as well like catalog the footage in case I want to make a video. And uh, I've even tried to scale that back though. So this year, like I've done these two, usually I do four or five a year this year. It's only been two so far. I'll probably do another one for the playoffs. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of, you know, what the bills videos are about as far as my day to day, like I said, I'm a filmmaker. Uh, I produce mostly narrative stuff like art house, snooty festival minded films i don't do any hollywood superhero anything like that i make very 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 uh artistically minded and at least in my perspective <laughs> narrative work so that's that's the day-to-day -day. and yeah this the bills videos are just a side shoot of kind of everything i've learned doing that i suppose okay all right um and okay so you kind of went through you know, a lot of what we were going to talk about, and which I love. But um, you said you lived in New York. What part of New York did you live? I was in Manhattan the whole time. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I oh, okay. yeah, I moved there in 05. I moved out here to L.A. in 18. So I did 13, 13 years of what I consider to be hard time in Manhattan. I know it's a hard time in L.A. Listen, the rent prices in New York are definitely hard time. I'm, I'm in Jersey. I'm in I'm in North North okay. Jersey. So I, I, my my girlfriend yeah. is from Edison. So oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah yeah not too far yeah yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty close to there. I, I'm originally from that area, but okay 
Where now I live by Long Beach right now. Are you in LA, Josh? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Playa del Rey, so just a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Few, I know exactly where you are. Nice. Yeah, I, I love. Like... I, I love. That's a nice here. spot. That's a nice I'm spot. I'm never, never leaving. There's nothing yeah. LA about it. There's why you know the, no. the the canned thing. I say there's not even a Starbucks here. It's it's like <laughs> two cross streets. No one ever passes through because it's kind of out of the way. You know. It is. Um, yeah, it's it's. I love it. It's you, on the you beach. Land, obviously, is great. Yeah, <laughs> you landed at a great spot, oh, Josh. You really yeah. did. Oh yeah. yeah, he did. Just picked up on the background. I just picked up on Josh's background. I I'm, I'm, I'm very displeased. I'm not. I'm not enough of a luddite to have this messed up aspect ratio happen to me. I don't understand what's wrong. I have a sixteen by nine image <laughs> back there. No, it, it's so, listen. I don't it's know why it's squashed. I, I, I know we have some. Uh, I know we have some Miami fans listening right now, and uh, great, and, and they they're watching. They they know that face. They know they know what came. They know they, know they certainly do. That day. Yeah, they know what happened. They certainly that do. Day. And they and they also know Daddy's on his way back home. A couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm right, looking so, forward to. It. So, uh, Josh, man. Um, I'm a big I'm – a, I'm a huge Bills fan. I think the team I hate the most is the Miami Dolphins. Like – and it's not really because I hate the Dolphins. I just kind of hate what their fans represent. Like, I hate the I hate what the team represents. It represents a city that just – Miami's such a fake place. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I can't, fake, I'm from – I was born in Pensacola, Florida. I hate Miami. Miami is yeah. – it's a faker terrible, than, it's a terrible it's fake, city. It's, it's fake terrible than city. LA. And I and I know a lot of <laughs> yeah, way worse. Way may not worse. agree with that. They'll say, like, wow, that's crazy. If that no. doesn't tell you how fake Miami is, then I really don't know what to tell you. Yeah, no, I'm right. not a fan. Yeah, yeah. And, and it sucks because I like some of the players and I want to root for some of those guys, but they play for Miami. Now Jalen Ramsey was anywhere else, I would love him as a human being. He's an incredible yes. human being. He is a very marginal quarterback, but he is a incredible human being. So yeah, it pains me a great deal too that he is their figurehead because I, I I don't want to hate him as a person, but he right. Yeah. <laughs> now now Tyreek Hill, you know, you're right. Easy, easy That's a lot easier. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, way easier to dislike. Like those guys, oh. Christian Wilkins, Bradley Chubb, hate those guys. Uh, can't stand. Um, but you know, Tua. Uh, you know, I, I like Tua, man. I like Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland. They got a lot of guys I like. Um, but that's what that's me. I'm Miami's my team. That's just like you know, blast them off into the sun somewhere, and I'm good with that. What's your team that you would hone in on and say? I'm probably you know. Right, I'm old. You know, I'm old enough to to have a little bit of that '90s Miami Buffalo rivalry thing still. But I was a kid for that, so I, you know, I don't know how heavy that weighed on me as a kid. I don't know if I had like enough of a vested interest yet to develop a hatred then. So most of my adult life, it's been the Patriots. I think is more of a problem for me, and that's you know, it's funny. I, I spent a long time. Without a hatred for them, because, you know, in my mind, they were a team that like with no stars other than Brady, really, they they just found a way to win. And like it just they were just a good team that was like sound and like played well. And then you find out, you know, halfway through that dynasty, all the grimy shit that they did to certainly not isn't the sole reason that 
they were as great as they were. But the problem with being like that and being that dirty is we don't know what was legitimate and what wasn't. So in my mind, that invalidates it all, you know, and right. But that, you know, obviously the actual NFL landscape doesn't adhere to that mindset. So they got to keep the rings and we had to just sit here and get our asses whooped every uh, two Sundays a year and just watch them coast to the division championship year after year. So that meant that, I don't know. That makes them a much. I am. I am enjoying their bottoming out uh, to no end right now. It's incredible, and I still, you know, even that game last week, which just meant nothing for them, and should have been much easier for us, as as you described when we first when you were first jumping on, should have been a lot easier. But I like I watched that game with a whole lot more, I think, emotional investment than I will watch this game this weekend, even knowing. And agreeing how much more it means, you know, and and certainly wanting them to win as much, but like the actual hatred for the team, Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like that that night in twenty twenty one we destroyed them in the playoffs. It wasn't even just Bills fans I was getting texts from; it was Jets and Dolphins. Oh, sure, fans. right, right. It was yeah. like we exercised the entire AFC's demon sure. for twenty plus years. They're like, that was thank you, Bills. <laughs> they were all thinking, like, thank you for getting this over with. I said, you're welcome. Yeah, you know? so, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I, when Brady left, man, that was like, I think I think a lot of my hatred left when Brady left. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's but 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 like I said, man, when we smoked them in the what was that the playoffs? Oh, yeah, that was we great. Destroyed them in the playoffs. That was like that was kind of it for me. At that point, I was like, yeah, they're. I still know that, that Cam Newton year. I enjoyed that where they finally were able to get both the wins. You know, can't that first yeah. year when Brady was gone? I still loved that to no end. Uh, that fumble that Cam had going down yeah. towards the goal line and score in that in that the first game. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Belichick throwing the tablet. In. Like, oh, that was so good. <laughs> All right, so um, huge game coming up this week. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to jump the gun. I don't know how much time you have. Do you have time to stick around? Yeah, no, absolutely. Or, yeah. I, I, I said, I, I, the whole point of this was the bullshit about the bills. So I'm here to bullshit. About, about the bills. Right, hey, <laughs> Perfect. Because I have, uh, a, you know, uh, so a little background information before we go into this next segment. Um, we all, I, I met beyond, uh, I met beyond, I met. A bunch of the people that are in here in the in the chat right now, we met we met a lot of these people through uh, social media. We all formed like a kind of a Bills Mafia family on Twitter. We have like group chats and we talk about like life. We talk about the Bills. We talk about how much we hate the Dolphins and how much their how much their fans are annoying. We talk about all of that stuff. Um, but uh, we've also connected with other fan bases, and this is one of the I think he's a fan favorite of all the fan bases that hate the Dolphins. And he's like, Dolphin fans hate him. We love him. It's the one and only, ladies and gentlemen, segment two. Welcome, Mr. Negative, to the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, sir. How are you? What's going on? What's going on, guys? Doing great. Doing great. It's great. It's great to be here. Um, great to interact. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for having me. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been, uh, I've been raked over the coals, you know, since I've been on 
uh, Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. And my fan base, you know, they don't like the fact that, you know, I, I'm, I am negative. Uh, this, I have PTSD. I've been a fan since 1983. Um, the Bills stole my soul in the 90s. I'm still looking for it. Um, you know, I have nightmares of Thurman Thomas on those uh, counter tray and uh, the screen passes. Uh, Bruce Smith coming around the edge and, uh, you know, making life hell for Marino. Um, <laughs> Daryl Talley, Cornelius Bennett. That's the era I grew up in, you know, watching football. And, and again, um, whenever I thought, you know, Miami had that team, you know, it was always the boogeyman, you know, the Buffalo Bills would stand in their way and be the, be the king of the AFC, and it would be the Dolphins who just come up short. So I have mad respect for those, for those Bills teams back in those, back in those days. Um, Bills fans, I, I live an hour away from Buffalo. I live in Canada. Um, in, a, in a town called Hamilton, Ontario, um, sure. go Tiger Cats. Um, but uh, yeah, so I go to a lot of Bills games uh, when the Dolphins are in town, and I've been pelted with batteries. I've been hit with beer bottles, um, you know, all that stuff. You know, it, it, and I wasn't even chirping the fan base, the Bills. I would just be out there, you know, enjoying the Dolphins, and uh, you know, it would it was one hell of a rivalry back then, and I, I feel that's kind of starting now. Uh, now the Patriots are down um, in the division. I, I feel that the Bills and the Dolphins will kind of go back and forth, kind of like a prize fight, uh, how it used to be. And I just hope the outcome is obviously different this time around. Um, but again, uh, you guys own the division right now uh, until we say otherwise, right? You guys are the defending champs three times. And uh, Josh Allen, I mean, the guy can do no wrong against my franchise. Uh, he's a different dude. I mean, you go look at it. You look at him against the Jets, the Patriots, other teams around. And again, Miami, he sees that uniform, that Aquan orange. He's like, okay, it's time to roll. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. So, I mean, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to the game on Sunday. Um, I'm trying to be positive. Um, I've hosted some spaces in the last few days, and people still call me Mr. Negative, right? And I changed the name because they beat the Cowboys. They finally beat a team. Over 500, so I had a little bit of renewed hope. They took that hope away one week later, and, you know, here I am. So, um, again, uh, we're, we're going in uh, with the less momentum. You guys have all the momentum. Uh, you're on a four-game win streak. I called it. I said to fans after you guys beat Kansas City, you're running the table. That's just the way I feel because – you're seizing the opportunity, and we're letting it slip away. And, I mean, I hope, pray, two of the boys can, can pull it out, but what else What else can I do? I mean, I don't know. I just, uh, like I say, I'm just, I'm optimistic, but I'm not confident. I mean, you guys must feel confident going into this game. You have to. You must feel confident. <laughs> I am pretty confident, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so, um, I, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I you know, somebody... to... oh, go ahead, Will. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right, so I just wanted to quickly go over uh, Josh Allen's numbers uh, against the Dolphins. Um, this is just regular season. It's 11 games in a regular season. Josh Allen has a passer rating of 110.8, 3,004 yards, 31 touchdowns, and five interceptions in 11 games. 
He's a nine and two record in that time frame. Um, yeah. So it's, 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 an, all pro, it's an all pro season. It's an yeah. all pro season yeah. without even a whole season. <laughs> if Josh Allen played the Dolphins for 17 games for two years, he'd be a Hall of Famer. Well, I've, I've always no said he's you know, yeah. yeah, I mean, again, well, um, the man's okay. numbers speak for themselves. Yeah. So, all right, Mister Negative, I, I don't want to, I don't want to bring you up here to uh, and just dump on the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins, one of the best offenses in the league. Um, some of the things that you guys have been able to do this year have been out of this world. Um, just the the most like I've I've been very um I've been very uh positive about uh Mike McDaniel as a head coach. I think he's an excellent, excellent play designer, uh play caller as well. I'm not a big fan of what he of 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 his of his play calling after his initial 15 play script, but that initial 15 play, 15 to 20 plays are amazing. What you guys do with motion. The way you guys uh, utilize Tyreek Hill as bait, and then use him as an actual bullet to 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 kill to kill coverages is, is amazing. I mean, the way you guys are able to get your second and third options open, um, and this is within seconds of you know snapping the football. It's it's really really effective, really high efficiency. It's it's really really um, it's innovative. It's it's like the 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 49ers offense on on cocaine. Like it's like the Niners offense on like an adrenaline shot. It's crazy because you guys have a ton of speed. Um, I think you guys might have the fastest team in the in the NFL. I'm I'm pretty sure you do. Uh, and it's just it's it's hard to stop. So being a fan of a team like that, going through the season like. What's going through your head? What like wh- where do you see like injuries aside? Because injuries suck, and we know that you know right now the Dolphins are dealing with a ton of them. But outside, like if everybody was healthy, where do you think the Dolphins stack up with the rest of the league? Well, I mean, if everyone's healthy, and uh, you know that goes for all teams, right? Because you you know you're taking injuries out of the equation. I like the Dolphins as a top team. I mean, we're right there with the, uh, you know, the, I feel the Ravens, the Bills, 49ers, uh, Chiefs, uh, Bengals, you know, before they lost Burrow, of course. So, yeah, 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 yeah. you have to ha- add him in there. Um, I, I definitely feel good about the Dolphins, right? The thing with the Dolphins is, like you you touched on it, Whittle, um, after the 15 plays, right, the scripted drives, whatnot, the first 15 first scripted plays, I find that Mike McDaniel kind of has a problem counter-adjusting to what code like. So that first Buffalo game, right? We're 14-14. Okay. So Buffalo decided to switch it up, right? They decided to start um, sending more pressure, um, you know, getting getting home with more pressure. And they were up in the receivers' faces, right? Like they were they were throwing off the timing. And our offense is based on timing, right? You gotta you, you get you get back there. If, if we're getting cushioned from the corners, it allows our receivers, you know, to be in the spots that they need to be, right? Whether it's a slant, a wheel route, um, whatever you want to say. And then, really, so I look at it as, um, you know, what is the defense going to do to us? And once McDermott and the Bills adjusted, I'm like, I'm watching that game, and I'm like, okay, Mike McDaniel, what are you going to do? 
because now they're taking away what you like to do best, right? And Tua is a timing guy. He's a rhythm quarterback, and he can make these throws. I always have problems with him outside the numbers. If you force him outside the numbers, then I think he struggles. And Mike Vrabel did that to him on that Monday night Tennessee. He even said it in halftime, right? I'm, we're trying to get Tua to throw outside the numbers, get him off his spots. He loves to eat in the middle of the field. So the Bills, I felt, took that away, right? Once that game was 14-14, then the mistakes started to mount. And we're not a type of team, especially in hostile environment. We all know that Buffalo, that's one of the most hostile environments in the NFL. Uh, credit to your fan base. They are a very rabid fan base, uh, very, very loud, very passionate. That um, They really bring it. Um, and, uh, you know, once we couldn't communicate our priest, uh, like our motion, pre-snap motion and everything else, they even touched upon the Dolphins in the postgame that they had trouble hearing, right? So they couldn't do those, you know, pre-snap pre, um, motions the way they like to do them. They couldn't communicate it. So then you started having penalties, right? Pre-snap penalties. You started having offsides. Uh, mistakes started occurring. Then the turnovers occurred, right? Most are fumbles. Buffalo starts rolling. We didn't have an answer. Um, Josh Allen was able to, you know, victimize Cater Kohu that day. Uh, you know, Diggs had a he had, he had a good day, um, but everyone else had a good day as well. Everybody ate. Um, the thing that worries me right now, like for you guys, what you're doing, and you guys can touch upon this, is that I see with Joe Brady, he's allowing Josh Allen to go be Josh Allen. I see him running more. I see him playing more off script. He's not staying in the pocket, right? I think the Bills have just decided that they're going to let Josh Allen be Josh Allen. And that might not be great for his long-term career. Like, you know, health-wise, guys get banged up and whatnot. But I think they've just decided we got to let this man do what he knows how to do best. And that's be off script, run when necessary, design runs, and allow him to extend plays. That's when he's most dangerous. So, again, Buffalo started to do that in that game, too. Um I guess I just I, I look at the Dolphins as um, when they go up against these physical teams, what do they have in their bag of tricks, right, in, in, in their toolbox to counteract what that team is doing? The team, like, there's a stat I looked at on um, Twitter that was out, and it showed three games in which the Dolphins wrote scored like 150 to, I don't know, it's like it was 35 or something. can't remember. But it was all against Baltimore, Buffalo, and um, Philadelphia, right? All teams that smack you in the mouth, right? And when we get punched in the mouth, and Baltimore touched upon this last week, when you punch Miami in the mouth, they don't punch back, right? They don't punch back. And Buffalo knows this. They're going to be physical. They're going to be wanting to establish a run, dominance up front in the trenches. And I just hope Miami has a, a counterpunch. You know, everything's on the line. There is no tomorrow. I don't want to just kind of limp into the playoffs, go to Kansas City, and, you know, we're asking all these questions as Dolphin fans. I want to take the division. I want to take it from you guys, right? Um, it was all there for the taking. We've opened the door for you guys. We're saying, come on in, Buffalo. You know, by losing to Tennessee, we've, we've, we've sent the invite. And you know what? Buffalo going to take it. They're, just gonna, they're, they're going to steal your lunch money. And we're going to give it to them if we're not careful. So, again, we have to be on point. We have to play a near-perfect game because injuries are a reality, and we're really banged up right now.
So we have to play a mistake-free, near-perfect game. This game is at home. We are much better at home than the road. And I'm just hoping that Dolphin Nation shows up, shows out, and makes it tough on Josh Allen, as tough as they can, right? Don't give this man any easy moments. Be loud, be noisy, and, you know, let's get the Hard Rock uh, Stadium rocking and rolling, so... I you know, I saw one of those statistics today on on also on Twitter uh, that one of the one of the websites that tracks ticket purchasing and like attributes it to zip codes or area codes or however they determine the sourcing of the buying of the tickets or at least the current holders of them uh, and over half the stadium right now is predicted by one of these whoever the stat head is uh, <laughs> to, to be Bills fans uh, this morning. So Josh, it's basically going to be like the Chargers game we went through. Miami's right, a destination right. city, right? And this is nothing new that a lot of fan bases will invade Hard Rock Stadium. You go down, you hang out in Miami. It's nice. You got the beach. You got the clubs. It's it's a wonderful city just to kind of hang out and chill, right? And then you go uh, attach a football game to that. And yeah, Bills Mafia, I mean, they travel as one of the best fan bases. Right there with the Steelers, the Cowboys. You know, those fan bases travel, and they and they travel well. And uh, Bill's Mafia is no different. I mean, I've seen them take over Tennessee. I've seen them take over Detroit. I've seen them take over, you know, uh, Miami. Uh, you name it. They, they, they travel. One of the best traveling fan bases. So, you know, shout out to you guys. You know, you know Mr. Negative, you said something about getting, the Dolphins getting punched in the mouth, and they can't punch back. I, I think a lot of us here would agree. The Bills had a little bit of that trouble a couple of years ago. Maybe not to the extent of Miami with the losing 150 to 50, whatever the score is, but I felt like the Bills were a little bit like that, and we've made some changes. You know, Beans addressed some of those concerns. Do you think it's more of a personnel thing with Miami at this point, or do you think it's more of a coaching philosophy? I, I think it's more. I think it's a mentality. Um, mm-hmm. you know, beyond it, it's really a mentality, right? You line up. It's 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 all kind of like it breeds on down. What. I'm not saying Miami doesn't have players that can punch back, but as a collective whole, I think once they get down and they kind of the, the mistakes start mounting and everything else, and the execution isn't there, I think the team maybe gets in their head a little bit and they start kind of thinking back, okay, here we go again. I mean, you look at when these physical teams play Miami, it's not just a, a victory for the team, for like Buffalo or for, you know, sometimes it is like last year we lost you guys by three points in two of the games and then we beat you by two so again they were very tight but this year i mean we aren't even in these games right and with everything on the line i mean it's a division rival you know the importance and that first buffalo game like we had just come off a 70 to 20 victory i was feeling good about going into buffalo but then once i seen the physicality of guys like milano and, you know, those guys, they just seem to want it more. And I'll, I just don't understand it. I think it's more of just a kind of a team mentality that, hey, once we get down, we can't punch back. And it's just who wants it more. And to me, it just seems that Buffalo wants it more. I, I don't know what it is, really. Like, it just seems to be that, you know, one of those things. Mm-hmm. And that's just a personal observation. And it's just my opinion, which means whatever. It's just my opinion, but just from what I observe, like I watch these games and I see them. Like we can, we can, you know, just absolutely destroy lesser teams. Like we get rolling, and it doesn't matter, right? We we tee off on uh, opposing offensive lines. We can rattle the quarterbacks, but again, once we come up against these physical teams, 
We just don't seem to have the physicality to match them, you know, pound for pound. So, I'm Mr. Negative. Let me ask you this. Um, what I, 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 you're living up to the name right now of Mr. Negative. Um, looking at that, looking at that injury report. And all those things that that came into um, that 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 you know factor into the game on Sunday. Um, what do you like? Do you give the Dolphins a chance to, to, to pull this out? I do. Uh, you know, because I mean, when we had everyone healthy, I mean, okay, yeah, we got beat forty-eight twenty, right? Everything just unraveled. And I, I do give them a chance. You always have a chance in the NFL. We've seen the Raiders just beat Kansas City. We've seen, you know, like you guys uh, lost to Denver. I mean, there are upsets in the NFL. It does happen. Um, again, so I, I give Miami a chance. Now, the percentage I give them, I'd say it's around 35% chance. Um, only because I haven't seen them uh, consistently stay with the Bills, right? I haven't seen that consistently done. Um and this is going back to when Josh Allen, I'm not going to go back too far, but when Josh Allen's been there, most of the time, yeah, they've been kind of some of them close games, but it doesn't feel like we were in the game. You know what I mean? It's like I felt that, you know, um, maybe the score flattered us. Or maybe a few times we scored some points late. Um, it just didn't feel like we were on the same level uh, as, as the Bills were. And so, again, now that we're depleted, I'm looking for any kind of hope I can, you know, to get myself kind of, you know, in that mode where, yeah, I, I can see it. If we run the football, I think we have a chance. Will Mike McDaniel do that? I don't know. I think we have to set it up. I think we have to, you know, win at the point of attack, the line of scrimmage, two tight ends, old, old smash mode football. I want to limit Josh Allen's opportunities on the field because this man – you know, is, is our boogeyman, right? So what do you do? You limit the man who hurts you the most, right? And if that means keeping him on the sidelines, then so be it. Because to me, that's a recipe to mask all the injuries that you have. Um, focus where you are at least healthy. And to me, that's the, more the offense than the defense. I don't want to expose my defense because I have too many injuries. And if I start to, you know, go three and out, and you know what? I'm trying to do the quick strike offense. I'm exposing my defense in that process. In that process, I don't have Xavier Howard. I don't have Chubb. I don't have Phillips. I mean, literally, we are down to you know our bare bones depth, and I can't expect those guys. You know, they're not they're they're not starting for a reason, and you know I can't expect those guys to hang with an offense like Buffalo if we're keeping them on the field all game. It's just going to unravel, and it's going to get away from us. So. We got to run the football. It's plain and simple. We run it well, but we, do we stick? We don't stick with it, and I don't know why. It's frustrating. Yeah, Buffalo. Um, Buffalo has been pretty good. I don't know. Numbers don't say so. They say that um, you know we wanted to. We wanted one of the teams that give up a ton of yards on the ground. Uh, but um, if you look at you know the the games that we played so far this year, we've given up a hundred yards to a running back only three times. Um, HA was one of them in uh, week four, but for the most part, the Buffalo Bills, we get stops when we need to, uh, in the run game. I think we're one of the better short yardage, uh, teams defensively. 
and we're pretty we're pretty good defensively in the break zone. So I think um, when they when they key on it, they take it away. They they give up yards when they are trying to take away a pass game. I think on the ground, yes. you know. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, this is where I think Tyree Kill can work more for us in the in the sense that he's going to draw coverage away. Right, he's going to command the safeties, kind of stay off the uh, out of the box, you know, play deep. And that's where I think we can hurt you guys in the run game. But it's just if Mike McDaniel sticks with it. Uh, last year in Buffalo, I sat in that stadium. I watched us crank up the run. I watched, We were getting like seven, eight yards carry. And then all of a sudden, we just got away from it. And I couldn't understand why. I was so frustrated with what McDaniel was doing. Stick with the run. It's working. Make them stop it. They weren't stopping it. Then we would go back to trying to hit Tyreek. It seems that we... You know, I watched on Sunday against Baltimore. He's throwing uh, – two is throwing in uh, – five uh, guys uh, Five guys were around Tyreek. Five. Five defenders. And, you know, according to my math, you know, it's okay. There's 11 guys out there, and three are probably rushing the passers. So that leaves about three defenders for another three or four guys. So someone's open. But, again, Mike McDaniel just seems to, I don't know, force feed Tyreek. It just seems that that's what he wants to do. And to me – you have a guy in Moster who's over 20 touchdowns, right? Use the man. Use him, right? Use A-Chain. He's been a weapon. I mean, the guy has got ultra-fast speed. You know, he, he's got good field vision. Use him. But, again, I can't explain it, guys. I don't know why Mike McDaniel goes away from the run because, to me, this not only protects your defense, but it also keeps Josh Allen off. And to me, that's the key to, to, to victory here if we're going to get the dub on Sunday. So. Yeah, I um, I kind of agree. I, I I mean, but honestly, Mr. Negative, I don't I don't see a path for you guys to win this game. I think this game is way too important to what Buffalo is trying to do. You guys are dealing with a ton of injuries. You're already locked into a playoff spot. Um, you have more wins this year than you had last year. So you guys are improving and heading in the right direction. I just don't see a scenario outside of Josh Allen absolutely tanking this game away with multiple turnovers early in really, really bad spots. I, I don't see a path for, for the Dolphins to win this game. But you never know. I would say mistakes are probably what Buffalo – Buffalo can beat themselves, right? Like that's the path to them probably losing is beating themselves, uh, costly mistakes, and turnovers. That that would probably be the recipe that Miami would have definitely for a path to victory. So, yeah, I can't I can't disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I do feel the sense of confidence, but you know, I do got to throw caution to the wind. We did just play a a pretty depleted New England team twice. They beat us, and we held on last week. We, you know, wasn't albeit ugly. You know, last year, I know it's last year, but the Dolphins gave us all we could handle in the wild card game when they didn't have Tua. These are division games. I mean, I listen. My confidence is still very good. I, I still feel what I agree with what Whittle said. If we play within ourselves and we play the way we should play, I think we come out with a W. But I just will say this: this is a Miami team. It's just strange. Imagine if I said this three weeks ago, Mister Negative. All the pressure's on us now. Like, you know, Miami was looking like a Super Bowl contender, right? A lot of people were talking about it. Miami's kind of playing with house money in this game in a strange way. You're still in the playoffs. I mean, granted, you want to win the division, but well, Buffalo this- could be out if we lose Sunday night. Yeah, on, on that note, like, from a Miami fan perspective, 
Because if if Miami wins and Buffalo backs their way into the playoffs via one of those other games, they're probably coming to Miami again next week. So given the injury situation, I'm curious like how much a realistic Miami fan would rat you know I I I don't want to say just tank the game but like would you rather lose this game for you know, whatever and not have to deal with Buffalo again next week and go to KC next week probably so, or yeah. or play yeah. Buffalo twice in twice in two games <laughs> uh, yeah I mean really uh, yeah, for me I want the division right because see we're trying to butt break a lot of narratives here in Miami right like around national media you know like we're now we're hearing again same old dolphins um we can't get it done when you know the games get even bigger and bigger so i think just for you know the fan base's psyche for the the team and just you know for uh just kind of shut up all the naysayers out there yeah we need to beat buffalo right like this is our this is our boogeyman you guys talked about the patriots right and tom brady i know his record against the bills all those years when you guys finally three, three man, thirty-three and three, right? So when you guys finally beat him, you, yeah, that is crazy. And when you guys finally slayed the Patriots, right? Like that ended a lot of demons. That you know that gave you guys, you know, like hey, we can we can now kind of excel in this division, right? We finally beat back the monster that you know was giving us so many problems for so many years. Well, it's the same thing here. Josh Allen is that monster for us, right? And it's a smaller sample. But he's that monster. So if we can beat him, yeah. Do I want to face them again in the playoffs? No, I don't. It's very tough to beat a team two weeks in a row. Like, it's, it's very rare. And, again, I don't feel good about that. But I also don't feel good about going to KC, limping into the playoffs. So, for me, I want to see those narratives end. It would give me not only more confidence, but confidence in this franchise going forward. Right? That we're heading in the right direction. That Dallas wasn't just a fluke. Right, we're gonna pay two of fifty million dollars, roughly, you know, and then I gotta feel good about that because I need to know how this team's progressing, the direction they're going. It's not just about one game for me. I always look at the season ahead as well because I want to know that hey, this window is kind of you know open more wide than even I might give it credit for. So yeah, I, I definitely want the W. I think I, I see. I think Miami is actually the one with more pressure because we're trying to beat back all these narratives. We had a three-game lead, and if we lose that lead, that's an epic collapse, right? And you guys—that's like the Dan Mitchell talks about it on his on his channel, right? The, the greatest story ever told. That is the greatest. It's it's a great story, right? The Bills come back. A lot of fans, your guy, your your fans left them for dead at six and six. A lot of uh, not Whittle. Whittle's uh, he's always and again. I've only met uh, you other guys there tonight, but. I've watched Whittle in spaces. I've listened to Whittle, and he's the one keeping it real. He's the one keeping it together, right, from my perspective. So that's a credit to him and a shout-out to Will. So, again, I think all the pressure is on Miami because we're at home. You know, Buffalo, um, I think they'll still get in the playoffs even if we beat them. I, 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 think, they're, I think Pittsburgh, I, I'm not a big believer there. And um, I think it's Jacksonville as well. They're, they're just too up and down. They're so inconsistent. I think you're going to get help from one of those teams, which one I don't know. But, yeah, I think the pressure's all on us because you're you're our daddy, okay? I, I can admit that. It hurt, pains me to say it. Well, it pains me to say it, Whittle, but it's true. I can't – what else am I going to say? You're, you're, you're 10 and 2. 
right, in the last 12 games, whether that's playoffs or regular season. And it is what it is. I don't like it. The Bills, you guys were talking about which team do you hate the most. For me, it's the Bills because the Bills have been a thorn in my side for 30 years. We used to beat the Patriots, usually one in the in the Tom Brady heyday. Usually once. We used to beat, we usually beat them at home. We the Bills, we couldn't take care of business too many times, right? In the mid-2000s, um, the late 90s, you guys would always seem to find a way. To, to kind of derail our season or, oh my God. And it's just like, it's, they're my demon. They're, they're my demon. And a lot of people say, oh, we hate the Jets the most. I don't, the Jets have never been a thorn in my side. The Jets have been irrelevant since 69. So I mean, you know, I don't care about the Jets. I don't care about the Jets. It's been, the Bills have been our monster. That, that, hey, that I, hey, for me, you know, that's me. Hey, Mr. Negative, do you feel about the Bills the way Brian Cox did when his two middle fingers were in the air? Oh, yeah, coming you know, into Rich yeah, 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 no, well, I'm yeah. old enough to remember those games, believe me. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I, was at the, I was at those games. You know, I was at the 92 game and I was at the, the 93 game where Cox comes out flipping the, the fingers up. And again, um, it is what it is. Like, you know, that that's just part of the rivalry. I thought the Dolphins did a little too much trash talking back in those days. Lewis Oliver, Cox. Uh, Jarvis Williams, all those guys. They, they, you know what? Buffalo, it was just giving the motivation, right? They would be quiet, they wouldn't talk much, and then the Dolphins would come in, start talking and yep. going off at the mouth. And I'm just like, guys, what are you doing? Like, come on, stop. Yeah, I'll tell you. What, I'll tell you what, though, Mister Negative, you had some good teams back then. You really oh, we had great teams. They yeah. were really. It's just that Buffalo was just that phenomenal. The, my, my, this, this only this only jersey I own, guys. Hey, I don't listen, own a jersey for, player today. I don't know. This is it. This is yeah. Mark Clayton. That's yeah. that's the guy. I started for, liking the Dolphins because of this man, Mark Clayton, listen, my favorite receiver for, of all time. I started playing football because of this man. So yep. uh, my brother, um, he said he was going to be a fan of whatever team Dan Marino was drafted by. That's how he became a Dolphin fan. Mm. Um, so again, we go. He and I go way back with this team. And um, I know Whittle in the um, intro there was talking about, like, how did I get the name Mr. Negative? Well, it's actually from your guys' fan base. You got, you, um, so back in the 90s, uh, I used to listen to WGR 55, right, post-game, and there'd be a guy on there called Mr. Negative. And you guys were going to Super Bowls, and this guy didn't care. He was like, no, nope, the team sucks. We, they, they, everything's wrong. Blow it up. Dude, you're going to Super Bowls. But this guy, he was called Mr. Negative. He called himself Mr. Negative. So my brother... Most recently, you know, like a couple of years ago, said like like you're Mister Negative, but for the Dolphins, like we're we're actually on the on the upswing, and you're still negative. You're never happy, and I'm like, okay. And then the fan base started. In. You're negative. You're always negative. I'm like, listen, I, my standards are high. Uh, my standards are high. I, I I think the team does good things, but I also I I'm one to point out the bad. It's just the way I fan. I can't believe you listen to WGR 550 after Bill's Dolphins games in the 90s. That so, so I had so <laughs> some, so, You know what? I, I did because and I usually only listen to when we won, right? Um, uh, okay. I that makes more we, sense. We, 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 you guys in the 98 uh, 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 wild card, and I called up WGR 55, and it was Chuck Dickerson hosting uh, talk radio. And he goes, Oh, you guys from Canada. You know, he basically he told me to go jump off the peace bridge. 
You know, like it's, it's, I'm like, really, like, come on, dude, we're, we're having a chat here, you know, but like, again, I was chirping him, so maybe I deserved it, you know, I was getting on him and uh, whatnot, but yeah, I, I used to love to call it WGR 55, it was a lot of fun, it was, it was a rivalry, and that rivalry is now heating up again, I love it, I mean, Bill Dolphins, it's it's back, it's it's heated, um, I love it, I'm, I'm here for it, it's a lot of fun, and that's what football's all about, so. But I get called Mr. Negative more now on, on Twitter, X, whatever, than I did before. Like, guys, they stop themselves. Like, I now call myself Canadian Fin Fan, but the guys are like, no, we're calling you Mr. Negative. Like, you'll always be Mr. Negative. I'm like, that's fine. You guys are grandfathered in. You know, you, you can use the name, whatever you like. I'll, that's fine. Uh, that, I'm just going to fan the same, right? And I'm still very skeptical, especially after that Baltimore beatdown. We weren't even competitive in that game. More competitive, and it's like it's disheartening because is our roster ever going to be this good again? I don't know. Once we pay to it, we're going to lose pieces. So uh, I don't know. Got to draft better. Got to yeah. you know better pieces in place. So, so Mister Negative, let me ask you: When you look at this roster and you look at all of the injuries and all of that stuff, uh, who who do you lay the blame on? Do you lay the blame on Chris Greer? Do you lay the blame on the? Um, the head coach for, I mean, I don't know, maybe guys are practicing too hard. Like what, what do you think the I, issue I, is? I lay, I lay it on the training staff. I mean, the same training staff exists now that did, they, it was hired back in 2016 uh, during Adam, when Adam Gase was here uh, and hired. And every year, I mean, are we just the unluckiest team in the league? I mean, every team is subject to the same rules, right, practice-wise. You can only hit so much during the season. Um, are we too lax in practice? I don't know. I'm not there at practice, so I, I don't see it. Um, I, I don't know what really what it really is, guys. Um, we do like players with kind of an injury history. You know, there's a few players there that do have an injury history behind them. Um, that's just something Chris Greer seems to like to do. Um, I don't know. I, again, either we're just the unluckiest team in the NFL or we're not uh, – we don't have the right training staff in place, right, to get these guys' bodies in, you know, position to, you know, I guess to do what they need to do to last the season. But, I mean, I, again, this season's been weird. Um, Jalen Phillips was non-contact. Uh, Bradley Chubb is non-contact. Um, so, again, it just seems that, you know, we've been snake bitten the last uh, two to three years, more so than even just prior to that. So, um, Greer's got to do a better job in the draft. Uh, Channing Tindall, not even used, Mr. Invisible. Um, Cam Smith, we drafted him in round two, but we see fit to play Eli Apple over him. Um, and it's, uh, is Cam Smith worse? I don't know. Is he not picking up the defensive uh, um, scheme? I don't know. Um, so it's, it's really frustrating in that way. Uh, Eric Ezukama, another guy, right? We drafted him in the fourth round. We don't. There's no production there. You guys get uh, production from Terrell Bernard when you lose a Matt Milano. Like it's next man up. And as a, as a, I'm jealous, right? Because I want that to be my team. I want you know to keep the you know the the wheels churning. And it just seems that you know other teams can lose a key piece, and you know they keep it rolling. We lose a key piece, and the sky is falling. So. But part of, it, part of it's Chris Greer. I'm not a Greer fan. Um, uh, to me, I, I just think they're spinning their their wheels there. Um, you know, 
any GM can go out and sign a bunch of guys, right? And studs and whatnot. And you can make it work as long as you have an owner that's willing to do it. And Ross has an open checkbook. He'll spend the money. But again, is that the way to build the team? I don't know. Yep. I, I, I have yet to see it. Yep. We, uh, we've had a lively group chat tonight. Uh, just want to. I'm looking at it right now. The, 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 uh, my fan base is laughing at me. They, they love. Yeah, it. you've had Tony in there. You, you know, our, Tony was oh. on the show. Tony was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Andy has a question for you. He says, "Ask him if we go are going to beat the Bills." So I don't know if it's too early. Yes. Put that out there. <laughs> I'll, I'll answer that question. Um, Andy's a great fan. Um, he, he reps his team really well. I've um, had dealings with Andy, both uh, positive and negative. Uh, there's no nothing personal, Andy. It's all good, bro. Um, you know, uh, you rep your team like no other, and uh, that, that's a great thing. Uh, it's to be appreciated. Um, yeah, we can beat the Bills. I, I touched on it earlier, right? We got to run the football, Andy. We have to, you know, slow this game down. We have to keep Josh Allen off the field. It also protects our defense, Andy. Having said that, I don't know if that's going to happen. I have the Bills winning this game 31-17 just because I don't think our defense is going to be able to stay with the Buffalo offense. Um, I hope I'm wrong. Again, I hope I'm wrong. I hate losing to the Bills. It stings. It hurts. It, it's, I, I, just, I hate it. I can't handle it when we lose to Buffalo. It, it, just, it's, it feels like two or three losses, you know? doesn't feel like just one. It feels like three, two or three. So, yeah, if we do have the right game plan going in, yeah, sure, we can win. Do I think it's going to happen? Unfortunately, we're just trending in the wrong direction. Buffalo is trending in a direction of momentum. I, I, I think that's huge for a football team. When you have momentum on your side, it's very hard to take that away. I got to keep it real. I, I, I can't just, you know... I, last week I picked Miami 20 to 19 over Baltimore. That's picking with my heart, right? I talked myself into it. I was way wrong, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah the game went the game went a little bit different. A little it, different. It, you know what? I was right on the 19 part. I just had the wrong team. You know, that's it. <laughs> so, you get a little credit for that. I, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, how do you guys well, what, what's your predictions? Like, how do you see it? I, I feel like the offense has not performed uh, up to the level that it should have been performing. I think that um, because of your injury report, and I'm a firm believer in when it comes to football style, style to make fights. Um, I think Buffalo, I think Buffalo, uh, really, really kind of uh, gets there. I think they get their mojo back a little bit this week. I'm predicting Buffalo. Puts up 37 points. I'm going to go with 37. And uh, nice, nice Dolphins and modest. <laughs> yeah, 37 13, Buffalo. I Whoa. just think, yeah, I think, I think Buffalo's going to, uh, I think Buffalo's going to be on attack mode early. And uh, I, I don't think they're going to let up until, you know. Do, do you see this? I guess, uh, obviously, Miami's probably having a mistake. Uh, Bonanza, like we're 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 throwing picks, we're fumbling the ball, I guess. Or yeah, yeah, I just, I think with Daquan Jones coming back and Ed Oliver playing the way he's been playing, no kind of Williams for you guys is huge. Liam Eichenberg is is banged up a little bit as well, so yeah, I, I just think yeah, I, I think that I think that that interior pressure is going to um, 
wreak havoc against the run game. It's going to throw that off, and then it's going to put you guys basically in passing situations where we uh, where we kind of want you to be at anyway. So, um, yeah. Yeah, you're going to just force you to play play to our strengths. I think we can walk away with a really, really big win because of how. And I, a lot of this is based on the fact that you guys have so many players injured, so right. many players. Yeah, many players. We're, we're definitely we're definitely playing at a disadvantage in that regard for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I can't disagree um, with how you're feeling about that. Um, you know, the injuries. I hate to use them as an excuse, but they do always factor in. It's just, it's it for any team. You know, you lose your best players, you know, it definitely is going to affect how you perform on the field. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, it's, you know, it's one thing if you lose one player, mm-hmm. right, Mr. Negative, but if you lose multiple players like Miami has, and we've been there, we were there mid midway through the season, right. especially on defense with every level of this defense, as you all know. You know, Daquan Jones, Matt Milano, and Trey White all at the same time, essentially. Well, Von Miller's been absent the whole time. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, Josh. Yeah, no. absolutely. So, uh, like the Hyde's missed time. I mean, yeah, you've had some uh, guys yeah. definitely get banged up and uh, nicked up. So, for sure. So, uh, Josh, what do you think? What you thinking? I I think that I think there's a, a very specific reason that Miami has in quotations not beaten any good teams and i think they're all in the same box they're all in the they have athletic defenses and i think athletic linebackers in particular and the bills no question are in that in that position with bernard uh and you know dotson's not the most athletic but they're getting the most out of him and they're bringing poyer down to kind of play linebacker a little bit to offset dodson's pass coverage deficiencies but i think and it's funny mr negative when you were talking about your offense the first thing you said was slants because in my mind i always say it maybe too emphatically, but I think that offense, and I say it about, I have a good friend who's a 49ers fan too. Their offense is the same thing. It's nothing but slants in my opinion. I think if you put a scarecrow out there at 12 yards in the middle of the field, he'll knock down half of the half of the passes because it's all slants. And I think McDermott is one of the coaches that understands that and has been able to counteract it. And I think that is why, even against Dallas, you won the game, but your offense didn't go off because they have an athletic defense and they were able to stop up the middle of the field. And same thing Rabel said, trying to push it out to the outside the numbers. And I think that is a very dependable way, if you have the, uh, the athleticism to carry it out, of slowing down Miami slash stopping them entirely. And I think that, coupled with the deficiencies that you have in the secondary, injury-wise, I mean, everyone's worried about the Bills' offense I honestly, I, my, I think it was a whole narrative in the 2020 season that bees and, and digs were overused going into the playoffs and they were banged up for that playoff run. Like, I don't understand why everyone's freaking out that, that digs isn't getting 15 targets a game. Like it should be amazing that we're winning and he's not even participating. That's amazing to me. <laughs> That's a positive. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think with their injuries, there's no question that the bills offense is going to score. And I don't think Miami's will be able to the way they want and need to, to keep up. I, I think where you guys are going to eat definitely is uh, Kincaid and uh, Knox down the seams. Right. Um, our linebackers have shown they can't stay. Like Baltimore exposed Duke Riley. Um, is is Baker going to play? Is Israel Baker going to play or no? Uh, that's what, what my next. Uh, you know, I was going to touch upon that. Um, apparently, he's um, practicing. It's limited. I don't know if he's going to be. Even if he plays, how effective is he going to be? Right. He's going to have rust on him. I can't expect a big game from him. I hope so. Um, just because we are suffering at the linebacker position. And I think that's where Cook 
and Kincaid and um, Knox can definitely take advantage, right? Um, play action. You guys get the running game going. Play action is going to be open all day long. And um, that's what worries me as well, right? And plus we have to worry about keeping Josh Allen in the pocket. The Bills are letting him run more now, right? So there's design runs to worry about. Are we going to spy him? I don't know. Um, it's it's going to be, you know, can we get a pass rush? Can we contain him in the pocket? These are all things that is going to open up other areas of, of the offense for you guys. And I don't know if we have the, uh, you know, the, the horses to stay with you because, like you guys say, the injuries, right? We're missing our two best pass rushers. So to expect to get a consistent pass rush, I don't know. Josh could be sitting back there all day just surveying the field. I can't expect the secondary to cover four or five seconds. That's that's ridiculous. You know, uh, no secondary can do that. You've got to have a pass rush, and I don't know. Um, hopefully, Vic Fangio schemes up. You know, he cooks one hell of a meal and he schemes <laughs> up. You know, schemes up some magic because uh, that's what we need. We need to um, mask the injuries we have, and we need to, you know, again, um, just he he has yet to be able to against Josh Allen, Fangio. I know. I believe he has yet to be able to against a mobile quarterback. His 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 issue has and always will be, it seems like, mobile quarterbacks, quarterbacks that can extend plays. Yeah, you're not, and, you yeah. Know. yeah. No, you're not wrong. That that's definitely a fact. Uh, you can't you can't even uh, you know skirt around it. So absolutely. Yeah, I think I think the biggest key Sunday night is the beginning of the game. Now they are calling maybe for showers that night. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, you know, that, that that's South Florida. You know, you're always going to. Yeah, get some- I mean that's a given, right? Yeah. So yeah, what am I even talking about? Yeah, well, again, I mean, so, Florida, I, but, yeah, but, no, but I, think, but I, think, I was go going. Ahead. Sorry. No, okay. no worries. No, you're fine. Just real quick, <laughs> I'll, you know, the first the first ten minutes, 10, 15 minutes, both teams are great at what when they get a lead. It kind of snowballs from there. They could dominate, each, right? You know what I mean? That's what they're comfortable doing. We, right, Mr. Negative, we spoke about it earlier, about the Dolphins being comfortable in the way, you know, and they're not comfortable being uncomfortable yet. And I think that's where Miami's got to get to. So from a Buffalo point of view, we got to get off to a good start here, guys. We're going to have over 50% fans there. We, I, I got to think Miami's psyche is a little bit fragile right now with all the injuries and what happened last week and the fact that they had a three-game lead the division. You know, we got to take that out of them early, right? If we do that, then I think a lot of the scores I'm hearing are going to hold up. If not, I- I'm going to go with a little more subdued pick. I'm going to go with 34-24. You know, maybe it's a little closer game than we thought, but I think I just have this feeling Josh Allen and this offense, they they will their way to win, and we just create a couple mistakes, just enough to flip the field in our favor, and we get, get out of there with a win. But the biggest key to me is that first quarter. I think if we get up early – kind of, you know, keep the pedal on the metal at that point, we'll, we'll be just fine. Yeah, again, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't dispute what you guys are saying. Um, again, I can understand why you guys feel the way you do. I, you know, no, no, no doubt about it. Um, to me, the Dolphins have the uphill climb here. We have, we have what's to prove. We, we have to shut up an entire nation, right? The narratives and all that stuff. And it's us that had the three-game lead. So do we finish it out and save the day, or do the Bills come and steal our lunch money? We'll find out. We'll find out. I, I hope they don't steal our lunch money. I, I just can't handle another like dagger from the Bills. I had enough of them in the 90s. I'm still not fully healed, 
and I can't handle any more daggers, guys. I just can't. You know, like I won't go into hiding. You'll still see me in spaces. I'll come and rep, and I'll good. chat, and I'll take the smoke. You know, I'll take the heat. It's all good. It is okay. what it is. But, good, you know, I'll be I'll be out there. It's a, it's just fun at the end of the day, and you know I got mad respect for all you guys. You know I love talking ball with all of you, and you know it's it's just a lot of fun because I love the game of football. So feelings mutual, Mister Negative. Oh, definitely wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, I don't know about um, yeah, I, like I don't know about Vic Fangio cooking up a. Uh, a great defensive plan to to stop Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Um, but if if I had to pick a, a, a way that I think that the Dolphins could win this game, it, it's it's this this has to be a shootout. This has to be a shootout where you're at home and you just you're you're able to get plays downfield and you're able to connect on them. Um, I don't see it happening though. Uh, I think this game will be much like the uh, the the game in week four. I think that Buffalo, like, I, honestly, this is a win and end situation. Even if by the time the game is played, like, even if, you know, we know that we, we've locked in a spot. Man, that's the number two seed, man. Like, the number two seed being up to, up for grabs. I, I can't so believe huge. that's possible. <laughs> Right, we were, we were six and six. We were six and six, dead to rights. People, we were, we were eleven. We were eleven. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like we were dead to rights, man. And, and to have an opportunity to not only make the playoffs, but be in a position where you you will host a wild card game and the divisional game. And the divisional game, if things play out the way that I think they will, with Buffalo uh, beating Miami. Miami's going to uh to to, to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And we're we're gonna play the seventh seed, which could be the Steelers, the Colts, or the Texans. Listen, Patrick Mahomes uh, going into Arrowhead is tough. Come on over to Highmark and let's see if you can still if you can still be as dominant. Right? Well, he's he's um, never played a road game in the playoffs, though. No, no, and yeah, the one time he played incredible. us, the one time he did play us in in Buffalo, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had nine thousand rushing yards off of twenty seven carries. Was that the COVID year? Nice. That was the COVID year, right? Yeah, it was the COVID. Uh, it was disgusting, missing that. Good right. <clears throat> Watching that game about the vomit, like God, we cannot tackle to save our lives. But well, that's still a problem. That's never going to change with McDermott coaching. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> defenses do not, they do not tackle. They get interceptions, though. Shout out yeah. to Russell Douglas. Man. Amazing, yeah. He starts finding. That's been a great acquisition. Always with a, I always shout him out because he's from my hometown. I was born in Newark. I was raised in East Orange. Russell Douglas is from East Orange. Shout out to the town. Um, I think our secondary is a much better situation than it was in week four to be honest with you with i think rasul was a huge yeah. upgrade over trey <laughs> sadly at i this agree point. Yeah. I, I, well i don't i don't know if he's a huge upgrade because i think that trey can do some of the things i think some of the things that trey can do in coverage rasul really can't like trey trey can mirror routes I, I i don't i don't worry about trey being handsy um he's he's i i think trey's a just 
I always go back to this play. Has, has Rasul been flagged happen. since he's been to Buffalo? I don't think Rasul has been flagged since he's been to Buffalo. I can't. I yeah, can't think yeah. of seeing him get flagged. Yeah, the, Cow- the Cowboys game. The Cowboys game. They got him uh, oh, a couple of times, okay. and they got him in. Uh, I want to say they got him in the Chiefs game too. I think they got him in the Chiefs game, but I know for sure, definitely, they got him in the uh, the Cowboys game. What what did, what did the Bills give up for uh, Douglas? Uh third round pick. Oh, that's uh, yeah, that, that's a steal. He's trust, baby, and yeah. he's under contract next year too. Look at that. He's on. A, he's on they a, they swapped fifth and sixth as well. I think. Yeah. I think he's on a cheap yeah, deal yeah. too. So you guys can uh, definitely uh, pick swap. Yep. Yeah, re up with him. He, he's got an excellent contract. So that was a great pickup for you guys. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. We love Brandon Bean. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Josh, did you give your score prediction? I did not give a score, an actual score. No, I, I'm I'm kind of in beyond's realm. I think like a uh, low to mid 30s for Buffalo, low to mid 20s for Miami. So sure, 33, 23 or something like that. Um, you guys really think that Miami is going to be able to score against? Defense? I think I think they'll be gar- I think they'll be garbaging it up at the end. Maybe is where some of that comes from. Okay, um, okay, but, but that's fair. That's fair. I stick with Miami at home the, su- the Sunday night. I-, I think it could be a little bit more interesting early. I think it could be one of those games where maybe the score is a little close, but we still feel pretty confident we're going to get the W, if that makes I- sense. I wish this game oh, was oh, a bit. They'll spend some time with some drama. They're not going to have 60 minutes of drama-free football. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not our DNA, Josh. We've been a fan too long to know. Yeah. No, I think, I think it is. I think this is, I think this, I think this is going to be a snooze fest. They're too, they're too injured, man. They are way too injured to put up a fight. They, they, I, this is, this is the wounded dog in the corner that's bleeding out. They, I know they want to fight. They just can't. They, they, they can't. They have too many. They have too many uh, missing pieces. I, I wish this game was still at one p.m. I mean, I, I don't. I hate the fact this game's in prime time. And that's like another thing. I saw the I saw the uniform thing today, I, and I don't know how it works, but I saw that they let Buffalo have their home unis again, and they did this last year on the the Sun Bowl. So that must be something that must be something that they plan on hoping well, to exploit. Yeah, so I, I love that again. Moved to that game with that being the case. I'm in their home unis on Sunday Night Football. It's gonna be Miami. Miami, <laughs> Miami going back. Why do you go to Miami? Where they're actually. Yeah. Usually Miami would wear their aqua at night. They did that even back in the Shula days, right? But um if they're if Miami's gonna be in the uh the home whites, then they're trying I guess they're just kind of switching it up. I wish they'd go back to their throwbacks. I can't stand the the new logo. I don't like it. It looks like a whale. I don't like that new logo. I, I'd rather them go back to the tradition, go back to the throwbacks, the when the when times were good. We haven't done anything in these new uniforms. I don't like it. I'd love, I'd love to see the red helmets too. So I, I'm on your wavelength with that as well. I always like that standing buffalo you guys have. That goes back to what the, the 60s? Is that the 60s? Yeah, yeah, yeah 60s and 70s. I, 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 like the, I like that color scheme you guys got going with that. And I don't know. To me, I, I like uh, tradition. I like old, old, old. Uh, yeah. I love the Reds. I want all red head to toe. I want them to go all red head to toe. <laughs> I, I, I hate that we use those dark uniforms. Uh, the the, the blue the blue tops in uh Miami like bro it is nine it's nine hundred degrees in the yeah. shade 
uh, when, when we play that team. Like, please, just go you to the white uniform. Well, it's not Buffalo's decision. Probably for a home team, right. they get to choose first. So that's yeah, why. It's going to be breezy like at night. There's going to be, you know, probably about the 60s. You guys will feel like an autumn day in Buffalo. So I think you guys are Perfect. Perfect. All right. We have hit the. I think we're way past the hour at this point. We're way past the hour, which is, <laughs> oh, yeah, which is why what so like like normal, like normal, yeah. <laughs> like like we do all the time. So, um, you know, we got some score predictions, uh, Mister Negative. Thank you so much for coming, Josh. Much appreciated. Amazing work. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Okay. All right, Alex. Now you know, Alex. I would, I would have loved to have brought you on, Alex. But um, you know, I know you have a lot going on right now, uh, Alex. Unfortunately, you're going to be very upset, uh, Buffalo. I, I still haven't gotten your DM either. Like, make sure you DM me that so we can uh, lock lock that in. Whatever, however many chicken nuggets you want to um, put on this game, you know, we can. Uh, we can definitely lock Ooh, this in. Another score, another score prediction came in. Oh, God. Andy. <laughs> Andy, thank you for tuning in, there brother. We appreciate you. But the Dolphins haven't put up 30 points against a good team in, I don't know, three, four years, maybe? <laughs> um, I so wanted to ask Alex. I wanted to ask Alex. Uh, did you get, Alex, did you grab that uh, Tua jersey that I sent? Did you get that? Uh, Alex, did you get that Tua jersey? Yeah. I won a Tua jersey at a um, Stag and Dull, and uh, I think Alex could appreciate it far more than me, so I sent him a Tua jersey. Yeah, I don't know, but maybe yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll touch. Uh, yeah, yes, he did. Yes, I did. Thank you. Okay, perfect, Alex. Okay. Enjoy it. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. All right, so um, <laughs> yeah, we got some freezing cold takes. Usually, we sure do. Buff- Buffalo uh, only putting up 14 points against Miami. That's that's. That's rich. Um, <laughs> but but at, at this point now, you know, we're winding down on the show, and I want to give our uh, guests the opportunity to, uh, you know, kind of give out their information if they want, if they have anything that they, you know, they have coming up or they want to plug anything. The floor is yours. Uh, Josh, I will give you the floor first. Sir. Do you have anything you would like? To plug. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at Josh Folan, just my name. I do. I, I post a weekly uh, kind of matchup things where I use a Madden 92 Sega Genesis template and I do the scouting reports the way the Madden games used to. So I post those weekly. I have the hype videos that I post to send out as well. And I'm always chattering with people about uh, Bill's bullshit on there. So that's probably the best thing. It's most appropriate. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> of course, Josh. Of course, we gotta get Josh. Yeah, we gotta get Josh in the spaces. We gotta get him in the spaces. Yeah, we man. do, Josh. You gotta join us. It's it's tough to nail me down for 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 those things, but uh, bug me enough, sure. A lot of a lot of a lot of people come in and they just listen uh, when and they you know they 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 get, they get a mic when they can. To, when they want to add something to the conversation, sure. And then when they don't, they just sit back and uh, listen. Like like my buddy Galactic, who just uh, popped in with a, with a comment. Uh, Dolphins fans know Daddy's coming. That's right. Uh, uh, so, yeah, like, I, 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 I don't want to see Daddy. 
Daddy can stay home. <laughs> yeah, Galactic never takes a mic. It's awesome though. Like we we have a we have a nice little uh, community of people, um, and you know it, it's great. Uh, it, it does pass the time, especially when you sitting in the office, dragging ass. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, uh, uh, another one in the books. Beyond, appreciate you, Mister Negative. Thank you for coming. Do you have anything that you want to plug? Before we get uh, out of here, you know what? I, I'm just kind of like starting out in the uh, whole. Um, I'm not uh, like a content creator or anything like that. Um, I just like to get out in the spaces. You know, I like to you know um, converse with other fan bases, kind of see what's going on with their teams. I think that's when you become educated, right, on, on other teams, what their strengths, what their weaknesses are. Um, we pretty much know what they are, but again, you guys sometimes you know you're gonna have insight that I don't have. So you rep the team that you rep. And you follow them, you know all the inside information. So I just like interacting with you guys. That's why I bounce in and out of spaces. And I just want to, you know, be staying rocking there, right? You know, I you can follow me on Twitter. Um, you know, Canadian Fin Fan. Um, you know, just uh, we'll, we'll talk football. We'll just uh, have a great time, and we'll keep it respectful. You know, that's the main thing. I just want to keep it respectful. I'm not looking to fight. You know, anybody. We all have our opinions and our takes, and we want to rep our teams. And as long as it stays friendly, you know what? It's all it's all good. You know, it's all love and and uh, you know, blessed to everybody. You know, in, in, the, in the communities, you know, uh, my community, Bill's Bill's Mafia, Fins Up, all that stuff. You know, it's just it's it's a lot of fun. So you know, just want to keep it real. All right, uh, beyond another one in the books. We are uh, going to shut it down at this point. Beyond, do you have anything that you would like to talk to the people about? No, just uh, hopefully next week we are previewing the four-time defending AFC matchup. Or worse comes the worst, a playoff game on the road, maybe in the same building. And now that I am in the Sunshine State in Tampa Bay, you know, maybe I'll get my way over there Sunday night. I'm still debating, but we'll see how that goes. There you go. The tickets are a small fortune at this point. They are. That's what's – and the Sunday night flex. You know what's crazy, though? I think I think the ticket prices are going to drop. Oh, they always drop, man. I told you, I go to a ton of games. Anyone buying their tickets before 24 hours before game time is an amateur. If you wait till inside 24 hours on TickPick, the app – you're gonna that's always way lower than it looks a week from, from game time. Are, are you way heavy, lower. Are you gonna be at the game? I am not going now. I can't, man. I, I, I can't I, I can't will, either. Sorry. My daughter's birthday is uh <laughs> oh, okay. my daughter's well, I, birthday I, I, is Sunday, so that's yeah. understandable. Yeah. She, yeah, so I'm I'm gonna that's be with her. Yep. Yep. I'll be watching a game. I'll be watching a game from uh from my cell phone at a uh, steakhouse because she loves nice. steak. Nice. So there you go, be. Whittle. At least yeah. on national TV, you'll be watching it on. There you go. Yeah, sure. And, uh, I check with the yeah. restaurant and see if they can put put it on the, the, the TV, right? Yeah, yep. I should do that. Um, maybe I will. Thank you. Good. This gotcha. But again, oh, um, Josh, there is a song that I would like for to uh, throw toss your way. Maybe you can use it on your next uh, video. Yeah, yeah, send it over. I'm, I'm always going to listen. I'm. Very particular because it's like I said, it's got a bang, man. What I always tell people is it's got a bang. There's got oh, it's got a bang. <laughs> Josh, Listen, your intro. It's called it's it's yeah. it's yes. It's 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 by Pop Smoke. 
It's called Invincible. There's a clean version. Well, I don't want the clean Invincible. version. <laughs> no. You might want the clean version. This is you might want the clean version of this one. But, but it's, I, use, I, I have you, you obviously haven't been through all my videos then I have plenty of DMX I have plenty uh, I like a lot of old school hip-hop and I'm not I'm not censored anything I like I told you f-bombs fly at me non-stop so I don't, <laughs> I don't my creative work is also a true reflection of the world around us <laughs> when, when f-bombs fly out fly when f-bombs, if f-bombs consistently fly out it, it, it's a true sign. It's like another sign that you've been a Bills fan for a very long time. <laughs> for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that influences it. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. He said, I need you, Tony said, I need you guys there to hand over the air. Oh, Tony, what? that's going to have to happen next season, buddy, because the yeah. AFC crown, is, the AFC East crown is ours, man, once again. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll I, I, uh, I definitely enjoyed this episode. Uh, thank you again, Mr. Negative. Thank you, Josh, uh, for coming thank through. Uh, again, people, please go online, go to YouTube, like and subscribe to uh, NYEH. Please do like, like and subscribe to his channel. Um, check out the videos. He's got excellent, excellent content. I'm telling you. And like you said, there's more content on the way. So, you know, I'll be paying attention because we're going to need a playoff video. Very very soon, and I'm, I've been thinking about it all week. I've been thinking about it all week. It's I don't know if I'm going to do it for this week. I, I, I honestly, since you're since we have a Dolphins fan here, I'll, I'll admit this thing from my heart right now. I don't want to give the Dolphins the satisfaction of creating a video solely for a game that isn't that shouldn't be worth what it is. Like I don't want to make a video that is a playoff video before the playoffs just because we need this game to make the playoffs. I got to tell you this, Bill's Mafia, you know, um, we started off the season really, really hot. We had our issues coming into this year from last year, uh, and we knew about it. And they showed their ugly head. We lost some games that I feel like we should not have lost. Uh you know, we didn't perform well. We had some coaching changes. Obviously, Dorsey getting flipped out, getting getting pushed out of here, and um, Joe Brady taking over. Uh, but you know, most of these other teams that 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 we're looking at in the playoff picture right now, uh, they left. They they thought we were dead. They thought we were out of there. They thought we were a non-factor this year. And to go from six and six. To ten and six, about to be eleven and six, the number two seed in the AFC. Nobody wants to play this team. We give up the second least amount. We're, we're number two in points allowed per game over the last three games, and we're top seven in points scored per game in the last seven games. I mean, in the last in the last uh, three games, and that's with the offense not performing well. You know what Josh does in the playoffs. You know what the ailment has been with McDermott and his coaching in the playoffs. Late game management, clapping, timeout, all this other dumb shit, right? He seems to have learned his lesson. And the problem over the last. He's never going to change. He's never going to change. He's never going to change. He's going to turtle up. In crunch time, he's going to turtle up. In crunch time, he's going to turtle up. (laughs) We need Josh to literally keep them out of crunch time. That's the only way. 
That's the only way. In the, in, the last, <laughs> in the last four games, three of them have been one-score games. And out of those three games, the defense has been on the field to end the game each time. And we've won every single one of them. Oh, he's an incredible defensive so. coordinator. But those minute decisions in crunch time, he – it's not good at it, man. He's never going to be good. He's the, he has the wrong mentality. He has a too conservative of a mentality. We'll never get off this if you let me. If you get on this topic of McDermott, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll never get off this. Discussion. What I what I will say though is that once we win Sunday and we lock into that two seed, nobody wants to play us because they know what this team is capable of. I'm gonna be feeling downright invincible Sunday night. <laughs> once we get this, once we get this win out the way, I'm gonna feel downright invincible. Like I feel like any team we play in the playoffs is gonna lose. I think we can go all the way. I think this is a Super Bowl caliber team. We're getting healthy at the right time. We're getting hot at the right time. It does let's look just, good right now. Let's, let's, it does look very good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I, I'm confident. I, I feel. I feel like this team is. Trending in the right direction. So, with that being said, thank you again to our guests. Thank you again to everyone who comes in. Um, you know, you, all, everybody who, who uh, contributes to the chat, everybody watching on YouTube. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe. You know, like 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 the videos. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you tap in with us, please. We appreciate it. Uh, we love the support for everybody watching on Facebook. And watching on uh, Twitter, you know, you guys can't really comment, but I, we still do appreciate the love and support. Thank you, as always. And um, we end this off the same way every time, Beyond. Go Bills. Yeah, Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Dolphins. No, no, no. no, no, no something weird, no, Mr. Negative. negative. That's not how that goes. You don't get to go. You, you don't I had to throw that in there. Yeah. Bad hosting. Where was the mute? Should have had yeah, the no the It's time to send me open. <laughs> Security, get him out, get of, him out of here. <laughs> Thank you guys again. Another one. Thanks, down. Guys. Thank you all for the support. Appreciate Thank it. you very much. All right, go Take it easy, guys.